Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. TJ Glasser, Ryan Horvath, You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM, filling in for Nick and Ken here. On this Tuesday, as a reminder, right now we are on Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205, so make sure you check us out there. You can also keep watching us on twitch.tv slash betql, YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports as well. Right here on the BetQL Network, we will be on Stadium, watchstadium.com to start the next hour at 4 o'clock Eastern time. Rick Camp going to join us later on in the show. But Ryan, any last uh, closing thoughts of Packers and 49ers before we move on to the AFC game? Packers' future on the offensive side of the ball, looking pretty bright. Jordan Love, really good down the stretch. I love the Favre comparisons after that final throw. That reminded me of Favre, uh, Minnesota Viking Favre oh, yeah. against the Saints, Saints in the yes. NFC Championship game Literally in the Bounty the same game. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what that reminded me of. Or uh, Favre in the playoffs in the NFC Championship game against the Giants, his final game at Lambeau Field as a member of the Green Bay Packers. I, I like Jordan Love, but like that's kind of the stuff that we saw at Utah State. He was much better the second half of the season. He Went was. through his progressions. It wasn't just like explosive plays, him trying to hit the deep ball. Uh, took the stuff underneath, took the checkdowns. I just wish he would have done that in the biggest game of the year. They got to... Uh, it's always special teams, man. Like two years ago against the Niners, uh, divisional round, you have that game at Lambeau Field, cold weather game. You have Aaron Rodgers as your starting quarterback. You outplay him, and you lose that game because you have a punt and a kick blocked. Like it always comes down to special teams. Anders Carlson was never the answer. They should have never moved on from Mason Crosby. I get he doesn't have the strongest leg, but you know what he does do? He hits 44 to 46 yarders to tie or win games. So Carlson was a disaster all season long. I know Matt LaFleur said that that comment, that quote was taken out of context. I don't think it was. Every time that he took the field, I think we all said a prayer and just <laughs> took a deep breath. So Hoping for the best. Defensive side of the ball, I think you have to fire Joe Barry. I get the defense was a little bit better down the stretch, but let's look at who that was against. The Bears and Justin Fields, the Vikings on their fifth quarterback of the season. And, um, like, they've spent so many first-round picks on the defensive side of the ball. Rashawn Gary, they just paid him a bunch of money. He's making, like, T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett pass rusher money. He had one sack the final seven weeks of the season. Wow. Did not have a sack in that playoff loss to the 49ers. Had a tackle for a loss. Um, so I think you got to move on from Joe Barry. That style of defense just doesn't work in today's NFL. This soft zone coverage, you got to mix things up, man. you got to... Uh, you got a script. You got a game plan for opponent. That's why I love your guys, defensive coordinator Me too. McDonald. I Me mean, too. I don't want him to leave ever. I think, but that he's the best. That's where it starts, man. They got to fix up the defensive side of the ball. Next, they got to get a new coordinator and they got to draft big, fast, mean guys. More pass rushers, better corners, better safety play. I never want to see Darnell Savage Jr. ever again. I never want to see Simone Biles' husband ever again. <laughs> they can't tackle, and. uh yeah, I'm actually really, really glad that the season's over, and I'm really happy, to be honest, that San Francisco won that game because, sure, love Green Bay. I'll always be a Packer fan, but money way more important. Sure. And I have a lot of 49ers futures. Um, Next season, when NFC North futures become available. Bears. Is, is Detroit minus money to win the division, or have the Packers done enough to where Detroit will be like plus 115, Green Bay will be like plus 200. No, I think it might look, I think it'd be like, hmm, that's a good question, actually, because we got to see what the offseason looks like. 
I, and especially if Cousins is back too. Minnesota. It might be either like around even money for Detroit, or they might even be like some chalk, like minus one twenty. I guess we have you to know? see how the season finishes this year too, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. if they win the Super Bowl, they're probably going to be minus money. I'd say probably like best price you get on Green Bay, especially after the way Jordan Love played down the stretch. We'll see what they do if they you know make some changes on defense. Would probably be like two to one. Yeah, you know the way that they. Yeah, definitely, man. And I'll be fading the Lions, to be honest with you. If they lose Ben Johnson, you know, what's Jared Goff going to look like? Good I'm not point. saying he's going to suck, but Jared yeah. Goff has been great with Ben Johnson. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how the season ends for Detroit. But I'd probably – I want to see what the Bears' uh, numbers look like, what their prices look like. Mm. Make that mistake again with Matt Eberflus, <laughs> maybe Caleb Williams. And uh, they got a, they got a lot of money, and they have two top ten picks. Too. Yeah, and if, look, if they hire Greg Roman as their offensive coordinator, year, I don't like year that. one of Greg Roman will be great. After that, not so much. Uh, breaking news: We mentioned as we were heading to break, Ian Rappaport tweeted out that according to sources, all signs are pointing to the Raiders hiring former Chargers GM Tom Telesco to be their new general manager. So, as we know, the Chargers are one of the most talented teams in football. They have stud after stud offense and defense. They just can't translate it to wins, but I think it's a pretty good pickup for the Chargers, right? I mean, you keep the guy in division, so you know he's going to be extra motivated, extra motivated. He certainly knows all those teams inside and out. And it's like, you know, I mean, what do the Raiders have to lose? They got their cornerstone on defense with Max Crosby. Devontae Adams is certainly a superstar, but he is aging. I mean, they got to get their quarterback right. I think they did the right thing of keeping Antonio Pierce as their head coach. But, uh, you know, for what was available to them, I think it's a good move for the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the tweet right now from Ian Rappaport. Uh, Telesco built one of the NFL's best rosters over a decade with the rival Chargers. Now he's expected to stay in the division. And I love looking at the uh, comments. comments. Yeah, Chargers Union. Two playoff appearances, zero division titles, an 84-92 and 92 record. Wanted to draft Tua and had Herbert fall to him. Zero picks. Um, re-signed to second contracts after the third round. But I'll say this, man. Like, was that on Telesco or was that on coaching? Was that on Brandon Staley? Because I do like what he did. Like, he was super aggressive these last couple of years because you had Justin Herbert at the time on the rookie deal. And you go out and you get um, Khalil well, Mack. You, you already had Joey Bosa. Yeah, right. you get Cleo Mack. But J.C. Jackson at the time looked like a top five corner, was playing like the best corner in all of football in New England with Bill Belichick. And then right. he was a total bust. And, you know, you send him back to New England. But at least they were aggressive. Uh, but, man, saying that's one of the NFL's best rosters over the last decade with that record is is kind of crazy, right? I mean, you look at the offensive side of the ball. I love Justin Herbert, but Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are talented, but neither can stay on the field. You know, yeah, Gerald Everett, does I, that do it for you? The offensive line's been a mess. I, they fixed that up a little bit with, like, the Slater pick. And then um, I like Austin Eckler, but he doesn't even want to be there. And Quentin Johnston looked like a complete bust, especially if he played his props and his anytime touchdowns every week. He true. was a complete bust. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I could call that one of the NFL's best rosters. But I will say this. He's super aggressive. And uh, that's a good thing if you're Antonio Pierce because you want to you want to last there at least a couple of years. So no you're going to want to be aggressive in free agency, and that, and that's a place where like guys are going to want to go play. You know, like guys, you asked me like about Green Bay. Let's see what they're actually able to do. They have to hit on every single pick every single year because nobody wants to go live there. Mm -hmm. But people will want to go live in Vegas, man, and people will want to go play for the Raiders if it's cool, if it's fun again, and if they're relevant again. Problem is that division that they're in. No doubt. Well, a couple of teams that players are certainly going to want to go play for is Baltimore and Houston because they have pretty good quarterbacks. The Ravens defeat the Texans 34-10. to 
Uh, Ryan, I can tell you, I was at the game. It was 10-10 at halftime. Houston, they had that punt return, and everybody in the stadium was just... Nobody said anything, but you could just feel it. We were like, oh, gosh, not not again. Please, don't, don't let this happen again. And then they came out in the second half, man. And this is why I was so happy the Ravens finally moved on from Greg Roman. I think they probably win that game if Roman is OC, but they certainly don't win it. 20 by 24 points the adjustments that Munkin and and Lamar made at halftime were so good to go because D'Amico Ryans came out and he fooled them he was just blitzing them non-stop the Ravens were running all these routes down the field Lamar didn't have much time they had to change it up they started going the short passing game and then once they moved the ball then they started to get the run game going and they started clicking on offense but my favorite play call was when it was fourth and one at midfield and they run the naked bootleg to Lamar to get the first down. Like, that was the play of the game. Um, the play calling was just great in the second half. Lamar played great. First player in playoff history. Run for two touchdowns, throw for two touchdowns, have 100 passing and rushing yards. Look like the MVP. And that's why I think this Ravens team is different because they had so much pressure on them. Lamar had so much pressure on them. It was 10 to 10. And they could have been down 13 to 10 if Fairbairn doesn't miss that field goal. Yeah. All the pressure is on them. They're at home as double-digit point favorites. And they came out and they handled their business. They didn't panic at all. And they didn't give up an offensive touchdown to Stroud. With how well Houston played and Slowick and that offense looked last week against Cleveland. Again, you were talking about Mike McDonald, man. I mean, the dude is just, he's the best. He's the best in the business right now is DC. So, Really impressive second half from the Ravens. Oh, yeah, man. And I wish I played some some Baltimore Futures. I did in the regular season, win total and division, and then I have the Lamar MVP. But I don't have any uh, any Super Bowl any Super Bowl Futures with uh, Baltimore, unfortunately. But, man, that was, uh, that was fun to watch in the second half there. And, I mean, after the, after the punt return, they didn't get anything. They had a field goal. That defense is just elite for Baltimore. Dude, Houston didn't get the ball inside the Ravens' 25-yard line. Yeah. I mean, they weren't even, like, close to scoring a touchdown. Yeah, and, and obviously, like, offensively, that's why I love the hire. Um, and I, I'm with you on Greg Roman. Greg Roman's really good, like, his first year, right? right. And that's why yeah. I was really happy to see yesterday that the Bears ended up hiring uh, Shane Waldron as their OC because I thought if they hired Greg Roman, that meant that they were going to bring back Justin Fields mm-hmm. and go with, like, the run-heavy type stuff that exactly. they did in Baltimore with, with Lamar. And, uh, yeah, I love the Todd Munkin offense, man. It's like Louisville 2.0 for Lamar. He's in the shotgun, you know, and we know now in the playoffs, like the rushing props were my favorite prop, uh, my favorite bet going into that game. Just Mm -hmm. because once we get into the playoffs, like I said with Mahomes and like I said with Josh Allen, uh, these guys are going to use their legs. And Lamar was electric, also finished 16 to 22 passing, 152 yards, had a couple touchdowns. Isaiah likely gets in the end zone. Um, We knew the tight ends, the tight end props were going to be, Uh, a look going into that game, especially if Mark Andrews wasn't going to be on the field. I think Isaiah likely was a really good look. So, uh, yeah, man, I feel really good about this Ravens team. I can't wait for this game coming up against Kansas City. Me neither. Speaking of Kansas City, they defeated Buffalo 27-24. to You and I were saying all week, it's just the numbers play with Mahomes at the plus three. Yeah. I still feel like the Bills were the better team. They were just so banged up on defense, and, uh, you know, they couldn't get a stop. But it's Mahomes, and Kelsey was great. They just managed to do enough. Pacheco was awesome, too. Bills finally got the Chiefs at home, which is what they wanted. Weren't able to get the job done. So now, as you were alluding to early on in the show, a lot of questions for Buffalo in this offseason. Do they run it back with Sean McDermott? I agree with you, especially because of what's available at the head coaching market. 
I mean, Josh Allen you're, is good enough to win a Super Bowl with. Like, you can win a Super Bowl oh, yeah. with Josh Allen, but you just you got to get the head coaching right. Um, and with McDermott, it just, yeah, there's something missing there. It just feels like they're never going to get to that point with him as head coach. So we'll see what happens. We come back. We're going to start breaking down some of these games. We will break down that Ravens-Chiefs matchup. We will also look at Niners and Lions, and we'll discuss some of the BetMGM playoff specials that are available right here. You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. We're over to stadium now for the top of our number two. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.